Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere. I am Aaron Phillips. And as you notice, I am not in the Go Live studios tonight. I am hunkered down in my fortress in Las Vegas as the world here in Las Vegas has pretty much come to a close and a stop. So I was unable to make it into the studio. But nonetheless, my partners for tonight's show are in studio. Matt Mullen is joining us there. Here's the bearded, bearded one all the way to the right without the hat. And returning from parts unknown, Mr. Johnny Rock. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing at Castle Phillips? I think he froze again. I think he froze. How are you doing, Johnny? Good to have you back. You know, finally. They are in the <laughs> I was going to say, finally, The Rock has come back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. I missed you guys. It's been an interesting month off, uh, but I'm glad to be back. Uh, Aaron, how are you enjoying that self-quarantine? Are you social distancing? I, I am. Let's put it this way. Social dis distancing in my house means I'm on one floor of my house, and my wife is on the other floor. <laughs> I'm, 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 with no sports, did you actually realize you had a wife again? Uh, you know, no, <laughs> it's simple, <laughs> you know, it's like, even know why I still turn on ESPN in the morning to, uh, check out no news, you know, um, like we've been hearing it. I don't want this show to be a, a as Scott has said in the past, a Debbie Downer show, but you know, it is what it is. We're going to talk about the world of professional wrestling as much as we can and all the things happening, not happening, but, um, Aaron, I know our producer's back there. I want to say hi to Aaron and, and making all this set up because as you see on our screen, we have a gentleman, although on, on my screen, he kind of has that resemblance to Taz. I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but uh, please welcome a member of the uh, Laredo Wrestling Alliance manager extraordinaire, Onyx. How are you, sir? Welcome to Thoughts Count Anywhere. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me here. And no, it's not a resemblance to Taz. If anything, you copied me. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Absolutely. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, we appreciate it. I don't know if anybody kind of uh, went over with you kind of what we do here, but you're going to kind of be like that fourth guest and we're going to talk about different topics. And uh, I'm presuming that uh, Scott is probably out there watching. Scott is uh, also now departed for 
uh, parts unknown. And uh, so instead, Onyx, you are filling Scott Hosey's chair. Sounds good. All right. And so what we're going to do, hello, everybody in the chat room. Ryan is out there. Justin is out there. Please reshare our feed as always. And we want to thank, I first want to mention, I want to thank our nation of fans because our viewership, gentlemen, and you guys can attest to this in the studio, we have our viewership from week to week has exploded exponentially. And uh, last week's show, we had Matt Hardy as a guest. And Matt, we, we had a tremendous view for that show, didn't we? Yeah, we had about 28,000 just on the video and a couple more thousand on the audio side. Right on. And that's just in one week. Yeah, it's, I thought it was cool. Many we had like 100. Now we're up into like the tens of thousands. And, and many people thought that the reason our viewership has gone up was because Johnny Rock wasn't with us anymore. You know, was on hiatus and parts unknown. But, you know, we're going to disprove that theory tonight. Right, guys? Uh, of course we are. And I was missed in the chat room. I got a few shout outs. How much did you pay for yes, the shout did. outs? Yes, you did. Yes, no, you did. No, I, I paid nothing because I am cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good well we're glad to have you back johnny and uh we met your i know you we missed you and the show missed you and now we're ready to rock and roll on what really is a very important show because you know we know what's going on in the world but yet wrestling there's still things to talk about and that's what i want to focus on and let's have some fun tonight so as always our first segment gentlemen i hear voices let's get started the first topic was something I thought today. Oh, thank you. Whoever's ringing the bell, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I got it. I uh, Albert. I just got oh, some breaking got the... AEW news on my phone. If y'all are interested later. When we uh, get to the AEW side. All right. Well, yeah, when we get there, absolutely. So here's the first rumor. Alberto Del Rio, rumored to be in talks to return to the WWE. Let's start with Johnny. I'll give you the first shot there, Johnny. Then we'll go around the horn. Hard pass. I think Alberto Del Rio is a toxic presence in the locker room. I don't think he is any. I don't think he is what WWE ever imagined him to be. They wanted him. They wanted to push him to the moon initially to you know expand their Latin American base and establish their uh, their fan base in Mexico. But I think with the Latino talent you have in WWE, the likes of Angel Garza, Andrade, Rey Mysterio, Lucha House Party. The Latino demographic is very well represented in WWE, and I think that Del Rio is just a toxic locker room presence, especially when you come, especially sharing a locker room with people like Paige, because Paige is still very well respected in, in that locker room. I just think it's a bad idea. They shouldn't even be talking to Del Rio at all. That's just my opinion. I think it's funny. He's Matt, like, let's turn it over to you. He tried his hand in MMA and failed just as bad as CM Punk did against... Was it Tito Ortiz when he was walking around with the spinner belt? And now he's like trying to get back into WWE because he can't do anything. Else. Tail between his legs. He was talking that big game and Tito Ortiz shut him up real fast. I bet. Uh, Onyx, your thoughts on that, sir? Well, you know, I, I don't know if he'd be going back anytime soon. He was actually here in Laredo a few weeks ago. Uh, we had a show here at the uh, Laredo Wrestling Alliance. And uh, he was hanging out backstage with a couple of our guys. He uh, did a quick run in and kind of built up a, a future appearance here. But uh, it didn't sound just from what I overheard like he's uh, going anywhere anytime soon. Oh, okay. Uh, you, I, I, I would 
I, I agree with with all of you. I think bringing Del Rio back at this state is not the proper thing to do. There's a lot of influx with enough performers who don't have airtime. And then you bring the combination with Paige already being there, regardless of which show he'll appear on. Um, I, I, I don't want to see him come back. I, I, I totally agree with the panel uh, all the way across. Um, so I, I agree with that. By the way, I, I want to just mention, I want to thank everybody in the chat room. Now, Johnny, you mentioned that there was some breaking news from AEW, but I see Ryan's. Yeah, well, I think we lost you, Aaron. What's the break? Well, we get Aaron back. What's the breaking news? Well, I, I, I do want here. Aaron, can you, so what were you saying? Because I do want to, I do want to put out spoiler alert, major spoiler alert, two major spoilers from okay. AEW Dynamite tonight. If you haven't watched right. it, mute your mute your connection. I'll give you five, four, three, two, one. You guys ready? Yeah. Two major no. debuts on AEW Dynamite tonight. One, the exalted one has been revealed as Brody Lee, formerly Luke Harper of WWE. Sweet. And Matt Hardy has joined the elite in their fight against the inner circle. All right. So, uh, nice. AEW, it was already a great product, but I think it just got a little bit more wonderful. <laughs> what do you guys think? Oh, boy. Well, I predicted Luke Harper being the exalted one, I think, about two months ago when he was officially released. So, um, I thought that would happen. It made sense. I'm glad to see Luke Harper back in action. I think WWE made a huge mistake with Luke Harper. And Matt joining the AEW Oscars is no surprise, but I think many of us expected him to be the leader of the Dark Order. I don't think anybody saw that not happening until obviously it, it shown. So I'm happy for both that they're, they found these positions. Yeah, definitely. They both can have the creative freedom they've been dying for for years to do the things they want to do because AEW gives them the freedom to do that pretty much within so, reason. So do you think Matt Hardy's going to go back to the broken character? Oh, oh yeah. If, He's had a lot of success with that one. Onyx, so yeah, if you I don't see why not. I, I was just going to ask Onyx, are you, how familiar are, I mean, have you ever met Matt Hardy personally? Have you had any interaction with him? No, not with the Hardys, unfortunately, but uh, just from what I've heard and, and, you know, from people I've worked with that have worked in WWE, you know, he's a great guy. So it's a real good investment in AEW's part. Right on. Um, okay, here's what I'd like to do. And Aaron, I'm going to have to rely on you for this if it's possible. I want to open up the studio lines because obviously now with those two pieces of news broke, I'm sure our fans, and we have a tremendous following going on right now in our chat room. want to thank you all for following. Our studio line is 702-660-7666. That's 702-660-7666. And I want to thank Aaron for just punching that up into the chat room. And, of course, it's on your screen in the upper right-hand corner. Please, please, please call in. Let's make the show interactive with your involvement. You have questions for any one of us here on the panel. You want to talk about Matt Hardy, Luke Harper, uh, whatever floats your boat about anything. We'd love to hear from you and would love to be part of this show. Okay, uh, next topic, Matt. Rumor is that they're going to set like a new date for WrestleMania, which is supposed to be June 7th in Madison Square Garden. 
You gotta ring the bell, dude. What happened to my? You're fired. Thank you. You're fired as bell ringer. <laughs> Can we get Chief? Uh, Chief. The other side. Chief was game. the best bell ringer. Why? Why? Why do we ever bring Chief back? <laughs> well, Jason is actually in the chat room watching our uh, other guy who I fired about 20 times so far off <laughs> the bell. So. Uh, Jason, we need you. We need somebody. There you go. <laughs> Jason just fired you, Matt. Good job. Um, yeah, and, and it's interesting, Johnny, because we were talking about WrestleMania uh, on chat, I think it was yesterday or today. That, yeah. Of course, it's been announced that April 5th, WrestleMania is supposed to be at the Performance Center. However, there's something in some insurance policy that WWE on, has for WrestleMania. Hey, Aaron, hey, I think Aaron, we, I think we have a call, call waiting. Oh, okay. Caller, who's this, please? Hello. Hello. What's hello. That? Oh, caller. Hello. I hear some hellos. Hello. Go ahead, caller. It is Jason Piper, Johnny Rock. Hey, Jason. What's up, buddy? <laughs> so, so you want to talk about me while I'm away, huh? No. I, I was saying you were a great bell ringer. Chief's better, but you're still better than Matt. At least you rang the bell. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. And Aaron was the one talking crap on you. I wasn't. <laughs> Watch me pass the book. Watch me pass the book. Yeah, yeah I see you're passing the book. Let's try on that one, buddy. Hey, you know, hashtag heel life. Uh-huh. My goodness. <laughs> hey, nice listen, try. Jason, we have... We have we have Onyx on the phone from the uh, Laredo Re on the phone on the screen there from the Laredo Wrestling Alliance. I will be back. Do you have any for questions sure for Onyx? You guys, I'm a good bell ringer. Now I think Jason is saying oh. he'll be back to ring the bell because he's a good bell ringer. Well, you're better than Matt because yep. Matt didn't even ring the bell. I am never. I'm in like Aaron's seat. I feel like I'm in a space I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, it is what is. Jason, thank you for calling in, buddy. It's because we're social distancing. <laughs> Johnny, I agree with you. Stay on your side. Uh, Johnny, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Matt Hardy coming, coming back as far as AEW is concerned is a great fit. Right. That's definitely a good fit. And, yeah, surprisingly with Luke Harper, let's see what he does in AEW. That's, I mean, that's all we can do. I, I, I can't wait to see... Luke Harper, as like indie fans who knew Luke Harper before he was ever in WWE, I can't wait for, for the general public to see what this guy is truly capable of because he is extremely talented in the ring. Everyone's in for a show. Oh, yeah. yeah and a and fully creative, far... unleashed Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. AEW is about to get and good. As... I mean, it's already good. It's about to get better. Guys, I'll tell you this right now. Del Rio coming back. Please, no. Yeah, no. I, I could. Please, no. You know what? You know what? Del Rio coming back means less Andrade than I am not on board for that because Andrade is probably one of the best pound-for-pound -pound performers in WWE. Truth. All right, Jason, all right, thank you for calling well, in, buddy. Hopefully we'll see you back in the there. studio soon. Johnny, Matt, Aaron, you guys stay safe, stay uh, healthy. And so you too, Jason. You, later. you too. Thank you, guys. Um a question um, that jumped into the chat room from Vanessa Marie, and this question for Onyx. Uh, Vanessa would like to know, who is your favorite wrestler, Onyx? Ooh, my favorite wrestler? Well, I'm not a wrestler, but I, I'm personally my own favorite uh, wrestling personality, if you will. But if I had to choose somebody else, um, I guess I'd go with uh, Shawn Michaels. 
He was a uh, my favorite wrestler growing up. A big reason I wanted to join the business. That's a good pick. It's right a good up. choice, but he's no Chris Jericho. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, he your opinion like, about something else we're about to talk about here in a, on the run sheet. You know, Jer- I'll tell you what. Jericho was my second favorite, actually. So, you know, he's up there, too. <laughs> hey, uh, Onyx, do you know what my Mount Rushmore of wrestling is? Oh, who would it be? Four different iterations of Chris Jericho. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. All right. Gentlemen, I, I want to ask that we stop there for a second before we start our next topic because we do have a sponsor – Axel Vegas. Let's go to them and let's hear their message. Did you know that axe throwing is a booming sport? It is very easy to learn for all ages as it requires more technique than strength. Axel Vegas brings axe throwing to Fremont Street inside Neonopolis. Availability includes walk-in sessions, parties, corporate events, and more. Unleash your inner Viking. Axel Vegas is located at 450 Fremont Street, Suite 163. Call 702-776-7640 at 702-776-7640. Where else can you drink beer and throw axes? All right, we are back. We want to thank uh, Axel Vegas, located down on Fremont Street, for their support of Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, let's go back. I want to the, the comment. The last thing we had in the rumors was about WrestleMania being yeah. at the Performance Center, and Jenny, you and I actually talked about this uh, over the last couple of days or so regarding mm-hmm. the um, situation with that. There's a loophole in an insurance policy that the WWE had to announce the relocation of the show to qualify for some protection under some insurance with the expectation when life gets back to normal that the reality is that they are going to announce that WrestleMania will be at Madison Square Garden on June 7th. So that being said, this speculation of WrestleMania possibly being over two days, April 4th and April 5th, I believe is a smokescreen and the Hall of Fame inductions, which normally are part of that weekend, are going to be moved towards SummerSlam weekend. I think this thing with the Performance Center and the two days is a smokescreen to give them time for the June 7th announcement at the Garden. Gentlemen? Uh, I do believe there will be a special two-day show at the Performance Center. If you want to call it WrestleMania, call it WrestleMania, but it won't be WrestleMania. It's going to be a studio show with no audience, and that to me is not WrestleMania. So I was thinking either they doubled down on SummerSlam. I know it's in Boston this year. Why not move it to Foxborough Stadium and throw all in on SummerSlam, especially if you're moving the Hall of Fame there this year? You know, just make SummerSlam this year's mania. Just go all in with it. Um, be a good idea. Now with the two, day, the two days at the Performance Center, if they do decide to go through with that, I hadn't heard about the MSG show. I did hear the date June 7th being floated around a lot. But I hadn't heard about it, uh, Madison Square Garden yet until you know we talked about it today. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would pers- I, I kind of like the idea of a two-day special studio show at least to fill the gap. I don't know if I want all of these mania matches to take place at that time. Some of those storylines you can draw out a little bit. But uh, I think having a combined you know super two-day super weekend where you combine some of the matches that were supposed to take place on Takeover. And some of the matches that would take place on Mania, like some of the lesser matches, you can bring Goldberg. You can have Goldberg keep the Universal Champion for another couple of months. You know you why? Can, why would you do that to us? Uh, I no. don't. No, 
The only reason Goldberg is there is to pop the crowd. If there's no crowd to pop, then having Goldberg there is pointless. I could see like a couple of Mania matches being changed because they do want the crowd reaction. So I wonder if they're going to like make Lesnar hold the title until like Drew can do it in front of like a large crowd or something. That's a good point. Um, you know who actually like, I feel the, the most sorry for in this entire thing? Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. She cut that awesome promo in the middle of the empty stadium saying how it's her dream to perform in front of this many people and she's never performed in front of that many people in her life. And I was just like, she's not going to get to perform in front of that many people anymore. She's in her early 20s. She'll have plenty of moments. Yeah, but you never forget your first. and You should still get your first. There ain't nobody going to forget this WrestleMania. Oh, God, no. Yes. <laughs> Onyx, what, what's your thought on WrestleMania in terms of it being at the Performance Center? Maybe, maybe not. Give us your thoughts on that as someone who's within the industry. Well, it, you know, it's got some promise to it. I mean, the fact that they're still sticking to the plan of having WrestleMania in April, uh, you know, that, that's, that's a big plus. But at the same time, you know, as a performer myself, it's very different not having an audience. You know, um, if if you don't have those people to feed off of, to give you that energy and to just kind of dictate the pace of the match, because they really do, then it's, it's going to be a different experience. And like you all said, you know, some of those matches, they might have to change because uh, in an empty, audi- empty arena, it won't give you the same, uh, that same, you know, impact. Our, our phone lines, for those of you who are tuning in, is 702-660-7666. That is 702-660-7666. If you want to call in, give us your thoughts on anything pro wrestling, WrestleMania, Del Rio, anything we've talked about, a question for uh, Onyx. By the way, Onyx, I want, to, I want to stick with you for a second. Before we actually went on the air, uh, you commented, I asked you who are some of the folks that you've managed, and you threw out a pretty big name from the WWE, a former champion. Why don't you talk about your experience with Jinder Mahal? Yeah, sure. A couple of years ago, um, when he was released from his contract originally with WWE, he was uh, touring through Texas, and uh, I had the opportunity to manage him in a couple of cities, uh, you know, over over the summer, and it was it was quite, a, quite an experience. We had a lot of fun working together, and uh, you know, it was something else. Let's just put it at that. But an interesting um, occurrence, if you will, is right after they re-signed to his contract, he had not only one but two managers dressed exactly the way I did back then. So, uh, you know, it, it was too much of a coincidence, if, if you want to wow. call it that. By the way, a message in our chat room uh, specifically for you, Lupita Garza, says, Onyx, we love you. Ah, thanks. That's <laughs> very rare. I don't hear that often. Uh, must be a relative of yours. <laughs> I don't think so. Even Man, they he- don't love you. <laughs> Heels getting love, it just must make your skin crawl. It's like, yeah. yeah it it's like <laughs> handing Darth Vader a basket of puppies. It's like, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> well, thank you, Lupita, for, for sharing your thoughts in the chat room. We appreciate it. Again, 702-660-7666. All right, let's move on to the next item on the WWE report. Bell. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CM Punk stated that if it was a clean slate, there are only three people that he would really give consideration to coming back into the ring to face. None of these are a surprise, in my opinion. Ray, Ray Mysterio, Daniel Bryant, John Cena, oh, and Will Ospreay, which is uh, a name I didn't see earlier today. Everybody so, should want to wrestle Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world right now. And 
any match he would be in with anybody on the WWE roster would be a great match because Will Ospreay can go. There, I've I've marked out on Osprey enough. I can't say enough good things okay. about that dude. <laughs> they really need to sign so him given, to WWE. Given given the names on this list, and, I, and I'll skip Osprey for a second. Rey Mysterio, we know he's on the back end really of his career, and probably doesn't have much more to go. Daniel Bryan, as we'll touch on here in a few minutes, mentioned that he's done wrestling full time, and of course we know John Cena pretty much you know really isn't active at this time. Um, would you really want to see Punk against any of these guys at this point in their career versus where CM Punk is in his wrestling career? I would say Rey Mysterio or John Cena only if it's a retirement match. Those, see, those are two guys I can honestly see CM Punk, you know, putting them on their back for the last time. You know, and okay. especially with Cena, you want Cena to go out against somebody he's had story rivalries with. You know, you don't want to see... I mean, yeah, it always says, put over the up-and-coming guy. But, I mean, there are some special cases, like Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. You know, Shawn Michaels was a great choice to retire Ric Flair. I think CM Punk would be a great choice to retire John Cena. I want to see Baron Corbin retire all four of them. (laughs) You would. All hail. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I mean... I, I mean, if Punk does want to come back, there are people I would rather see him work with, people I've never seen him work with. I'd love to see a program between CM Punk and AJ Styles. Uh, I'd like to see him even with Andrade. Hmm? But is CM Punk able to um, really deliver what he could? Because it's been, what, five years since he's out of the ring, other than getting his face smashed twice in the, twice in the MMA ring. I mean, who knows really what CM Punk can deliver in a wrestling ring nowadays? His style wasn't... I mean, I think he could still go. His style wasn't really as high risk as, as some people's. I mean, yeah, he took some risks and took some hard bumps, but, you know, there's no reason he can't transition to an easier moveset that befits his age and experience. And I think CM Punk has what it takes to evolve. And he's got the ring psychology and the technical know-how to still put on a great match. He's a good storyteller in the ring. And you don't, you don't lose okay. that with age. You don't. He couldn't go in Randy, the octagon in the... for sure. Huh? No, that's... <laughs> well, there's no stories to tell in the octagon. He couldn't go in the octagon, but he can sure go in a wrestling ring. I'm sure he could still do it. Brandy in the chat room mentions how she'd be very happy never to see Cena in the ring again. Well, he's he, just whatever that's worth. Uh, this is his last year. I think it's his last year. You guys wanted him to get seventeen right, last week, but I I don't th- I said think he's no got, one ever. I think no. I, I think I think I he's did. got too much respect like for Flair. Some people would. Could be. Yeah, he can I go would. break box I'd office records. He can stay away. I, I don't I, think I, Cena <laughs> wants to break it. That's the thing. I don't think Cena wants to break it. Well. If he doesn't want to, then then he won't. Having him there, you know, as a special guest kind of situation would be better. Uh, Bringing him into the title picture, I I don't think it's necessary right now. We don't – WWE doesn't need that. In the chat room, Brandy mentions a match that I have to admit that I might be willing to pay for, and that would be Johnny Rock against CM Punk. Oh, my God. I'd pay a ticket for that. I I would – I would – Gladly go to sleep for that match. Like, literally. I would, <laughs> I would tap out to the Anaconda Vice and I wouldn't even care. 
So, <laughs> all right. Let's that match could only last 30 seconds, but I could say I lasted 30 seconds with CM Punk. There you go. Let's go on to the next topic, please. <laughs> Bret Hart stated that Bill Goldberg, quote, was the most dangerous guy to work with. He hurt everyone he worked with. He also stated he was one of the most unprofessional wrestlers there ever was in the business. Oh, I agree. Let's start with Onyx. On that. Let's, oh. let's, let's start with Onyx on this one. Well, uh, you know, I, I don't personally know anybody who's worked with him, you know, directly, but I, I, I do agree that he was a bit, a bit green and unsafe. I mean, look what he did to Bret Hart or, you know, at that point in his career, but unprofessional, I really can't be one to, to agree or disagree. I wouldn't know, but I, I do think he, uh, you know, he, he can be a bit rough. He's hurt quite a few guys. Including himself against the Undertaker when he slammed his head against the door. Yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, your thoughts. You know, Goldberg has never been known as a safe worker. He's he's very inexperienced. He's very very even this state of his career, he's very green and very aggressive in the ring. Doesn't really do a lot to protect his opponents. But the crowd loves him. The crowd loves him. So I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to work with him, but I do you understand the, the hype and the cult of personality he's built up over the years? I would say Matt, I your thoughts. I couldn't tell you about the unprofessional part. I've met him a couple times, and he's a super nice guy. Yeah, but I bet. As far as like him hurting people, I've heard plenty of horror stories. And seen plenty of matches where you're like, ooh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Well, like, even even when he won the belt just last month, I mean, he couldn't even get all of that jackhammer on Bray Wyatt. He barely lifted him up and almost dropped him on his, like, clear on the top of his head. That's so, why we need another 55-year-old champion. <laughs> Dear God, why Hey, that's me. Don't champion. touch my age. <laughs> hey, watch, watch the age limit comments there, gentlemen. I'm 55. Watch it. Be careful. That's right. Aaron's at risk. <laughs> That's right. I am at. But when I listen, when I have my championship belt come in, it is not a twenty four seven belt. It is not up for grabs. It is not up for anybody else. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next topic. Thank getting better. You. I'm getting better. I have to. That that's okay. I have to say that I feel sorry for Byron Saxton when he was stunned by Steve Austin. And the kick was a little south of where they normally are. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> Trying to be politically for, correct. <laughs> so what you get for interrupting Stone Cold? That's right. You don't. You don't interrupt Stone Cold. That that whole segment was just uh, bizarre. The, the, oh my god! Like yeah, it was just surreal. I mean, some of these guys like. Stone Cold, you need a crowd for Stone Cold. Having him coming out and doing his shtick to no crowd is just... That was awkward. It was so awkward. That's, that's the word. You know, can I get a hell yeah? And then he waited, and then he waited for the hell yeah from, from nothing. <laughs> right. Well, this is where Jerry Lawler suggested that maybe, just maybe, they ought to be piping in some crowd reaction sounds and things like that for the wrestlers to work off of. What's your thoughts on piping in sound? You, you know, actually, you know, piping in sound would be a little hokey and canned in. Uh, like, but, but I got to give a shout out to, uh, to local wrestler here, Sin Bodhi, uh, formerly Kazarni uh, in WWE. Uh, Sin posted on Twitter earlier today a video 
where he, like, just a suggestion for WrestleMania, and I thought this was a really, really good idea, where, because uh, at the Performance Center, one of the rings, one of the seven rings that they have set up there is actually in a green screen room. And Sin was suggesting oh. that if they are going to do WrestleMania and TakeOver as a two-day thing for, from the Performance Center, maybe they could do it in the green screen ring to where, like, say, like, during the Bray Wyatt match, they could have all sorts of creepy stuff going on. Like, not quite like, like the, the maggots on the ring like in Mania a few years ago, but just, just something to add atmosphere to the match, something to add, like, a little something special. Maybe they could have, like, a digital crowd. I know, like, and, like, if you play this year's WWE 2K20 uh, with, the, with all the weird DLC packs, like, they just yeah. released one special with WrestleMania if it's going to be at the Performance Center. This whole thing is like Vince's wet dream come true. <laughs> you can, you, everyone's okay. going to have to cheer he can put in the cheers for everyone he wants to cheer, the boos for everyone he really wants to boo, oh, instead man. of the fans backlashing at him constantly. Onyx, what's the what's the smallest crowd that you've ever performed in front of? I'm just curious. Oh man, it's it's ranged from I think the smallest crowd I ever had was about about 20 people. It was <laughs> in uh, in New Braunfels, Texas, and all the way up to about five or six hundred at at a couple of shows. So it varies. Um, you know, we've done a few in arenas. We've, you know, it, it varies. But I think the, the lowest crowd was about 20. Obviously, the energy is very different when you have a crowd of 10 versus a crowd of 500. But I guess the real professionals uh, perform the same, whether they're in front of one or 100,000. Not uh, respectful to the business, you know. So yeah. we, we give those, those fans 100% no matter where we are or how many people are there. But, you know, it's one right thing on, to have a right small on. crowd, but to have no crowd at all, that's just bizarre. To have one person in the audience you can't even connect with. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a hard it thing. Because those wrestlers, some of that talent that, that, that you need the crowd for your gimmick, for, for what, what you do, what makes you special. Like, I don't think our truth could ever work in front of an empty arena. I don't th even Stone Cold. No. Stone Cold couldn't work in front of an yeah, empty arena. His yeah, his gimmick is way too dependent upon uh, people and their responses, and I'm talking about our truth uh, doing that. But be that as it may, all right, let's go on to the next topic. Hall of Fame inductions, Davey Boy Smith. We kind of uh, mentioned this last week, and uh, this one also was announced, I think, about a week or so ago, but uh, Leaguer from New Japan, I believe, right, is where he's from? Jushin Thunder Liger. Liger. Right, Liger is from New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah but he also, had a, he also had a run in WCW and in WWE as well. I think he did like a few Royal Rumbles. Uh, will take place. All right, next topic. Uh, we moving on to the indie scene? <laughs> well, yes and no. I, I want to just go down this list pretty quickly. We know Mecca was canceled. Uh, Matt Hardy, Brian Pillman, those guys didn't come in. The Cauliflower Alley Club. Well, correction, correction. Mecca was not canceled. canceled. Mecca went on just without those well, guys. No, Mecca. No, Mecca. No, Mecca. It was a hell of a show. Mecca was not canceled. It, it was still a hell of a not, show. It was not canceled. Okay, we'll we'll get back to that in a second. Cauliflower Alley Club canceled. ToyCon. It was here this weekend, but because of everything that was going on, gentlemen, I think you'll agree that the crowd was not up to par as ToyCons in the past. It was a poor turnout, unfortunately. Uh, some of the celebrity guests had pulled out last minute. Um, Kevin Hall, uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were supposed to be here. Uh, they pulled out last minute. Uh, 
Sting and Rey Mysterio. Carl Weathers pulled and, out. Sting had like 10 people right. in his line. He even looked kind of upset. Hey, I, I was in Sting's line Jeez. at least, though. Uh, you know, he talked to me for a little bit. So that's cool. Nice. All right. Movie. Real quickly, in, in two minutes, talk about Mecca, and then I want to go to a break for um, axe throwing, axe hole. So, two minutes, go. Matt, you want to start? Mecca was awesome. That Kyle Hawk's new finisher. Oh, yeah. Was badass. Uh, that, well, you talk about the Dreamcatcher DDT? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. still like his wounded knee, though, so, I mean, yeah. shout, shout out to Kyle Hawk. Um, and Lacey Evans, and it's not my two minutes yet. I'm still all ready. <laughs> and <laughs> Lacey Evans and Tessa Blanchard, that was a really good women's match. I really enjoyed that one. And now you can go. <laughs> oh, you didn't even use all your two, your two minutes. You're going to need the extra. <laughs> that doesn't that I, doesn't, I was just gonna say. I was gonna say that doesn't mean you can use it. I, I will <laughs> say. I will say my favorite match on the card was a fatal four way for the No Limits uh, Championship. We had the defending champion Ice Williams, uh, Funny Bone, uh, T.J. Perkins, and uh, who's the fourth guy in that match? Remy. Remy. Remy Marcel. Sorry. Shout out to Remy. I. There were so many good matches on that card, it was hard to keep track of everything going on. But that was an amazing match. I thought one of the best matches on the card wasn't even on the main card. It was the pre-show with uh, Sky High versus Vandegriff and uh, Damian Drake. Oh, I uh, didn't see that one. Oh, those guys tore the house one. down, and I, I, I talked to Vandegriff after the show. I'm like, why were you guys on the pre-show? That was just fire from bell to bell. And, uh, but, you know, of course, and of course i got to give, give up mad props to, uh, to the main event. Uh, Las Vegas' own Chris Bay versus Daga. And that was just a great, great match. Uh, also great showing from Hammerstone. Uh, Michael Elgin was there, Chris Masters. It was, it was a really good card, despite, you know, we didn't get Matt Hardy, unfortunately. There were travel issues. But Matt Hardy at least went out of his way to, to film a video that we played at the top of the show where he apologized to the crowd and guaranteed that he'd make it up to us. And he uh, already committed to returning for FSW's 11th anniversary show in June, right? I have no idea about dates. I just heard okay. they were talking about dates. But yeah, Matt Hardy is already committed to making up the date at FSW's 11th anniversary show. Sweet. Right so. on, and I'm sure if that's the case, then I'm sure Scott Hosey, who I'm sure is watching, will more than likely, hopefully, try to reschedule Matt to appear at PowerPlay Sports Collectibles, which, by the way, I want to mention that this show is powered by PowerPlay Sports Collectibles and Scott Hosey, although their physical store at the Boulevard Mall is not available because of the mall hours adjusting. You can visit PowerPlay Sports online. His line, the product line is available 24-7 on his website. So just simply Google PowerPlay Sports Collectibles or go to his Facebook page, and there is a link um, on there to the website. By the way, thank you, Vanessa. She comments that the audience loves to boo Onyx. Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> Randy clarifying that that Cauliflower Alley Club has been postponed till September. Thank you very much for sharing that. I'll get to that last question in, or that next question that just popped in. But let's step aside for 30 seconds to hear from our sponsor, Axel Vegas. Did you know that axe throwing is a booming sport? It is very easy to learn for all ages as it requires more technique than strength. Axel Vegas brings axe throwing to Fremont Street inside Neonopolis. Availability includes walk-in sessions, parties, corporate events, and more. Unleash your inner Viking. Axel Vegas is located at 450 Fremont Street, Suite 163. Call 702-776-7640. That's 702-776-7640. Where else can you drink beer and throw axes? 
All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Aaron Phillips, Johnny Rock, Matt Mullen, Scott Hosey, back to visiting Parts Unknown, and Onyx, all the way from Laredo, Texas. And, of course, behind the board, pushing the buttons, Mr. Aaron Ellicus from Go Live Vegas. By the way, obviously many of you are watching us in the chat room, but, of course, you can download the mobile app of Go Live Vegas. Take us on the go. You can watch us, obviously, on Thoughts Count Anywhere Facebook page. You can watch us on the Go Live YouTube channel, Periscope, Twitter. I'm sorry, the Thoughts Count Anywhere YouTube channel, Twitter. Matt, cover we, where all like, the other podcasts. Hey, Aaron, we're getting I'm a phone call. One second, we got a phone call. Okay. Thank you, caller, for calling. Who's this, please? Hello. Hi there. Hello, caller. Hey, it's Who Ryan is this, Smith. please? How are you guys? Hey, Ryan, how, how you doing? Good. So I just watched the ending of Dynamite and. I want to talk about the two new that just brought in uh, Brody Lee and your, your boy Matt Hardy. Hey, go for it. What, what do you think about it? How do they look? I haven't actually watched Dynamite. I was actually just getting the the, 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 the news flashes on my phone. So the, the Brody Lee one was, was uh, they just kind of showed a, a video package of him announcing himself as the dark, uh, the exalted one, excuse me. And then he kind of appeared uh, at the show to uh, help Dark Order attack SCU. Um, I think it's a solid move. I don't like. I didn't like the idea of Matt Hardy being their leader. Brody Lee kind of seems like a more natural fit. It does. I agree and, with you there because then it gives Matt Hardy the freedom to do his own thing. And at the end, they kind of did a little. Uh, they did a elite versus inner circle face off, and Matt Jackson kind of said, "Hey, no, it's going to be five on five. And I called a friend of mine for a favor, and in the crowd, even though there was nobody there. Matt, you saw Matt Hardy doing the delete at the inner circle. So it's like we are going to get, we're going to get the broken one in all elite. So, uh, so who from the elite is is out of the blood and guts match? I assume Hangman. It's Nick no, Jackson. It's, uh, Nick Jack- oh, no, oh, so they're they're playing the injury up from last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's Matt Jackson, Matt Hardy, Cody, Hangman, and Kenny. Okay, that should be a solid blood and guts match. Now that's a match I'm actually really sad is going to be in front of an empty arena because I feel like, man, I'm glad I don't live in Newark because I'd be I'd be ticked at that. No, oh, I'd be mad. I was at the show a couple weeks ago in Denver, and uh, I kind of, luckily they came here right before this coronavirus BB kind of broke out. Right on. Well, um, I'm just hoping and. I'm hoping the double or nothing is still a go. It's outside of the CDC's advised uh, quarantine period. So there mm. is a chance that double or nothing may still go on as planned if this thing doesn't get prolonged any longer. I so sure I'm hope so. Kind of crossing my fingers. And I think that I think right. that a major pay-per-view for AEW would be a great way to welcome the world back to professional wrestling. And it'd be a great way to get this city back right. on track. So... Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ryan, thank you for calling, my friend. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for calling, Ryan. Onyx, Onyx I, I want to throw this to you real quickly. Do you come to Vegas at all? Do you plan out, Do you come here for either personal or do you attend some of the indie stuff that's up here? I haven't gone for any of the indie stuff. Um, I haven't been to Vegas in a while, but, hey, if the opportunity's there, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Well, don't come now. There's nothing to see. <laughs> yeah. <Except now. laughs> <laughs> Give it 30 days when everybody's back to the living again. So, all right, cool. By the way, Ryan, thank you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but we are running running short on time, and we still have a lot of stuff to co- to cover. All right, next category, AEW Impact. Ring the bell, please. 
Jake Roberts says HBK and Bret Hart are the worst champions of all time. Sort of surprising to me, guys. What was his take on this? I don't know. That's the only part I heard about this, and that like blew my mind. Maybe yeah. he's just bitter he was never champion. I, I think that's all it is. He's just a little butthurt that he never got the belt or never get that push. But no disrespect to Jake. He's still one of my favorite of all time. He's entitled to his opinions. So I'm not going to argue with, with that man. I can think of a couple worse right off the top of my head. Yeah, I can think of worse <laughs> champions. Goldberg. <laughs> Onyx, your, th- your thoughts on Jake's comments? Um, I mean, he's a great performer and all, but uh, I, I don't agree either. I think you guys are right. It's just he never got the title. So, you know, he's a bit a bit bitter about it, I guess. But uh, I think with, with Sean in particular, it was more of uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff that he may have, you know, I guess indulged a bit too much. But I think he was a great champ when it came down to, you know, putting on a show and, and really doing what he needs to do 100%. He would. And same with Brett. Great wrestler, great technical wrestler. So I, I don't agree. The fact that Shawn Michaels yeah, is currently – oh, sorry, Aaron. No, that, that's right. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the fact that Shawn Michaels is viewed today as the father of today's product. You know, almost every guy out there in the ring owes a little something to Shawn Michaels. It's because he changed the game. He really changed the game in the 90s. It wasn't all about the biggest and the strongest anymore. He really put a spotlight on the little guys who go fast, who, who can – you have good stamina, who can go for 60-minute Ironman matches, who have that right blend of high-flying charisma and uh, you know, technical prowess. Shawn Michaels really changed the game, and whether you like him or not, I mean, you can't take that away from him. So, All right, absolutely a, a great point. Ring the bell, please. Next topic. Rig- <laughs> Original name for AEW is going to be World's Best Wrestling. I think they did a lot better with All Elite Wrestling, in my opinion. It's a heck of a lot better than WBW. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know Tony Khan's like the biggest mark in the game. Right. (laughs) When he was like, this is like his ultimate dream known wrestling company. I'm glad he's got people in the business to give him some advice because God only knows what would happen if it was just him. Oh, man. Right on. It's a All good right, change. Next topic. <laughs> Ken Shamrock announced for the Impact Hall of Fame. My question is a few. Number one, is he a wrestling Hall of Famer? B, does anybody care about an Impact Hall of Fame? Gentlemen. In WWE, I would say he could kind of qualify as a Hall of Famer. And no, nobody cares about Impact Wrestling's Hall of Fame. Uh, I do for one name. That will never be in WWE's hall. Who? Gail Kim. I can see her going in WWE, too. She is bad blood with the business, man. Bad blood with the company. Oh, yeah, she is always on social media. Yeah, she will never be in WWE's hall. Never say never. Never never say never with the WWE, right? That's true. That's true. Jeff Jarrettson. Sable can sue WWE for like $100 and go back. I believe anything can go back. And Jeff Jarrett made the hall. Alondra Blaze, to name another. True. Also, also known as Medusa, of course. Ah. Um, gentlemen, can, can you share that, that person's name who made the comment about the coronavirus being the boomer remover virus? <laughs> I can't see. It was Trey Miguel from the Rascals. 
I'm not gonna okay. lie, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I got a chuckle out of it. Send your comments to Johnny Rock. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this one that the babies that'll be born in nine months are going to be called what? Uh, Charmin and Scott, right? <laughs> I did hear like a funny so, joke anyway. about this whole thing. I'm going to name my daughter Purell. <laughs> yeah. I saw exactly. a good one or online. <laughs> what did, what you got? I said I saw a good one on, uh, online for everybody to use protection during the quarantine because we all can't afford to be going to 30 baby showers in December. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that well, when is, you take away hockey and free. gambling in this town, what else is there to do? <laughs> I was just going to say, there's, drive if up there's strip certain... clubs now. <laughs> there's drive up. Hey, Little Darlings is advertising corona-free lap dances. On their uh, well, they're giving away. On they're their giving side. away fifty thousand bottles. They're giving away fifty thousand bottles of hand sanitizer. So why not? Well, they'd have it. Deja Vu announced they're going to have right. a well, drive-up strip club where you pay a hundred dollars to go to their yep. front door and you get a ten-minute dance that's, that's, that's <laughs> through a pane of glass from your car. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, Harry. He, that doesn't oh. surprise me whatsoever. <laughs> My goodness gracious. All right. Uh, with about nine minutes left, let us move on to some pop culture. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron, for keeping them on task. I'm never seating in right. a seat again. We... <laughs> it's not easy, is it, Matt? <laughs> no. All right. Two weeks ago, or about ten days ago, it was announced that uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, his wife, were diagnosed with the coronavirus in Australia after prepping for a movie regarding Elvis. The best note of this, gentlemen, as we talked about, something was dropped off to his room. Why don't you gentlemen <laughs> share one part? Somebody actually rolled a volleyball with the Wilson face on it into Tom Hanks' room to keep him company, and he got a huge kick out of it. He, he wasn't even upset about it. So, you know, to, to whatever nurse decided that was a good idea, kudos to you. You've added to the lore of pop culture forever. Send them back to the island. <laughs> you know, of course. Did you see the picture of his, of his typewriter when he got released? There was a picture, I think, that showed up today or late yesterday on Twitter. The name of his typewriter, Corona. Interesting. Hmm. It was an old. It was an old typewriter manufacturer back in, and the the old kind, like that you would see back in the early 1900s. It's not like the electric ones, but Corona was a manufacturer of typewriters, and that happened to be the name of his typewriter. All right, bad joke of the week. I've heard of computer viruses, but never a typewriter virus. <laughs> uh, Depends on who touched the keyboard last. <laughs> you know, I'm actually I'm I'm glad Tom Hanks is in really good spirits about all this. He's he's actually not shown any sign of defeat, I should say, in, in throughout all of this. He's one of my favorite actors, so like I wish him all the best in recovery, you know, and I know he's got the best Absolutely. care out there. So and quick shout out to all of our medical professionals all over the world. Keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely. I know it's hard and you know, thank you to all of you guys. Right on. Great, great point. Onyx, let me ask you a question. You a football fan? A little bit. Who's your team down there in Texas? Well, I mean, if I don't say Dallas Cowboys, they'll kick me out of town. Cut this guy off right now. Cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, Onyx. It was a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, either way, either way, I lose. So. <laughs> well, the, re the reason I ask you that, if you're even remotely a Cowboy fan, would you prefer to have De Dak Prescott or Tom Brady, as it appears that Tom Brady may be headed for Tampa Bay? Uh, you know, I think I'd stick with Dak, only because, uh, you know, Tom Brady's already up there in years, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he hasn't... He didn't bring a championship last season, so, you know, and, and neither did Dak, but at least, he, you know, he's got time to grow. So Dak's probably brought about Fair zero? Enough. Yeah, Dak's brought about zero. So, <laughs> and, and do you think that Dak's going to want to play? Do you think he's going to give it 100% this year? Because nobody likes being saddled with a franchise tag. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, guys. Aaron, if you're listening, I'm hearing a terrible echo. I don't know if anybody else is hearing that or not. Yeah, heard that too. Okay. Um, go ahead, Johnny. Finish your point. I apologize. Oh, I was going to say, like, uh, do you think Dak would be happy playing for the Cowboys? Do you think he's still going to give it 100% because nobody likes to get saddled with the franchise tag? Uh, well, I, I, only time will tell, you know. Well, I can say one thing. Go, Eagles. We got this division. Well, oh, Nick, Nick Foles moved on to Chicago, so your former quarterback is now playing in Chicago. All right, uh, next topic is one that I think would be fun to get everybody's involvement in. So ring the bell, please. <laughs> okay, uh, while we have some extra free time on our hands, I want to go around the horn, and, and Onyx, I'll come to you last because this is going to be sprung on you uh, pretty, pretty quickly. What shows do you guys like to binge watch that'll take up time in your day? And Johnny, since you brought the topic up, why don't we start with you? <laughs> well, currently I'm watching Hunters on Amazon Prime, which is all about Nazi hunters in the 70s. It's, it's really quite entertaining. Uh, but if I need a long-form series to binge once I finish that, I'm probably going to go back to Supernatural or, or, or Star Trek or something like that because I'm a nerd. Okay. There you go. Those are some good picks. By the way, I want to thank Aaron. I just see he popped up a Wilson uh, volleyball there on the screen. Uh, and, I don't feel uh, lonely anymore. <laughs> and he had a picture of Tom Hanks with his typewriter. He saw it, too. He, I saw that come up before. So Aaron's on it, as always. All right, uh, Matt, your shows of choice, please. I would probably go with Daredevil and Punisher. Those are both, like, amazing good <laughs> shows to watch and binge on. I ended up watching one of the seasons in like one night and being up till like five in the morning. That was all bad. But right now I'm watching Containment, which is almost like a autobiography of like the world at the moment. You know I, I thought I thought we're trying to escape, escape what's going on. You know my friend Axon at Daredevil. <laughs> it's a good show though. Yeah, he okay. plays uh, Peter Shinkoda. He plays the um, the Japanese dude that gets his head cut off at the end. Oh, yeah. thanks for spoiling it. Spoiler. Oh. oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Oops. You, you to, I thought you said you binge watched, you to, binge you watched the whole thing. What show you You have some great Daredevil. friends there, Aaron. Oh, Daredevil. Oh, oh. oh I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. thought you were talking about containment. containment. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, Aaron, what As about you, man? Who are in the, yeah, I'll get to it. Those of you in the chat room, Justin, thank you for sharing. He watches The Ranch. And those of you still yeah. in the chat room, if you have a special... If you have a special series that you want to throw in there, please feel feel free to. We'd love to share it. For me, um, since I am the elder statesman on this panel, I still today watch the MASH series. All 300, 250 episodes, whatever it is, I still watch all of the MASH shows on Netflix. Um, I watch the Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Why is that? Not? You, must, you must have been a Marsha fan. 
<laughs> March, I March, I March. Did you uh, really say Grey's Anatomy? Right? <laughs> I did because there's 16 seasons of that show, <laughs> and when you look at how the characters have developed over the years, absolutely. Um, another, one, the last one I'll bring up is one that my daughter, who spends, you know, she's the traveling one with the shows. Um, she loved Bones. That was on about what 10 years ago. That was a series a good show. Bones about like the archaeologist person. So that's a great show to watch as well. So. Those are the three that I like to spend in, in front um, in front of to catch up. Uh, Vanessa shares she's rewatching Stranger Things and Outlander. I haven't seen Outlander so yet, but I've heard a lot of good things. And of course, I love Stranger Things. It's one of my favorite shows. This Vanessa girl seems to have a crush on the Onyx guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to learn more about this young lady in here, Miss Vanessa. Anyway, all right, Onyx, what are your shows? Uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I've been watching uh, Mandalorian and uh, the last season of Clone Wars. Right on, right on. Hey, Onyx, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you have a video feed to us here in the studio, but I actually have my Mandalorian tattoo right here on my wrist. So I'm a huge Star Wars fan myself. Awesome. There you go. I got a, a personalized uh, Sith cup that was made for me. Oh, right on. Oh wow, that's right awesome. Yeah. I'll send you all a picture you, next time. That'd be great. Put it in the chat room. Did you say? Definitely. Did you say Sith? Did you say Sith cup or sippy cup? No, Sith cup, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I, no, I, not a Sith I just wanted, <laughs> I, <laughs> sippy cup. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> uh, Brandy, our, right. Our friend Brandy shares Game of Thrones, True Blood, Law and Order, SVU. Also some great shows there. Now, I would say with Game of Thrones, watch share- all but the final season and then just make up the rest in your head because it's probably better. Oh my goodness gracious! Really? <laughs> I never watched Game of Thrones fan. It's great. It's amazing. It's one of the best shows they ever made, except for the last season. That's my hot oh take. Oh my! All right. Question: um, We we are actually at eight o'clock. Is there anything else that we'd like to cover? We've been given the go ahead we, by we, Aaron. We can if go, we have to if go you want. Yeah, go over. So, is there is there anything else that we'd like to cover that we haven't thus far, Onyx? How about you? What would you like to ask us, or what, what information would you like to share about your, your wrestling world, or how about the Laredo Wrestling Alliance? Let's talk about them. Make a pitch for them. Actually, um, my, I got my, my helper here. I got the cup right here. Hey! I don't know if you can oh, see it, but... That uh, is awesome. Yeah, yeah no, I'm and checking it. I'm jealous. Right here. It's, oh, very it's nice. It's got the uh, right silhouette of, of different uh, Sith Lords on there. Oh, man, I like that. I do. Estimated. Right on. Oh, yeah. Drink from it all the time. When I'm not drinking from my uh, Onyx cup, drink from that one. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, anything else I want to add, I definitely want to go to Vegas and uh, manage some talent over there. Well, you never know. It might happen later. Hey, uh, j- just stay in touch with us because we work with a lot of independent uh, promotions out here. I'm pretty sure we could find you someone to work with out here. Definitely. Sounds good. Johnny just became a booker for all the indie shows out here. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Scrap. Brandy says in the chat. Oh, wait. Rebecca says, I'm watching Golden Girls. Now, there's a show from the past. I love my Goldies. Golden Girls. A lot of these shows were before your time, guys. Just thought I'd share. I was raised on Goldies, okay? I saw a good one that says it. Live. Live. Go ahead, Matt. I saw a good one. It says, if the coronavirus kills Betty White, we all riot. Don't <laughs> joke about that, man. 
Choke about that. All right, let me share with our folks out there that as soon as this show is complete, you can go right to our Facebook page at Thoughts Count Anywhere, grab the video, and you're more than welcome to share it on your wall, share it with your friends. Onyx, I hope that you have connected yourself to our Thoughts Count Anywhere Facebook page. Definitely. How can people find you? What's the best way for people to find you if they want to connect with you? Well, on, on Facebook, I've got my page. It's Onyx Manager of Champions. Or you can look up the uh, Laredo Wrestling Alliance. Uh, most of my stuff is on there as well. And uh, YouTube, you can look us up on Ringside Chronicles. Now, do you right guys, cool. do you, do, does Laredo Wrestling Alliance have like a Twitch stream or any, uh, any uh, if we wanted to watch this from here in Vegas? They are working on it. Uh, I don't have any details on that yet, but I'm sure it'll be on their uh, Facebook page any day now. Excellent, excellent. Johnny, I thought for sure you were going to ask if uh, Laredo Wrestling Alliance has good commentary. Well, I mean, I'm always willing to offer my services, but I really don't want to fly to Texas unless the money's right. Well, don't forget we can, go, we can go remote, too, through Go Live Vegas. We could go remote through Go Live Vegas. That's a good point. It's always a plan. There you go. <laughs> be like, instead of an empty arena, you'd have an empty commentary table. That'd be excellent. I'll, I'll talk to the guys. <laughs> Hey. Brandy, thank you for thank you for letting us know that you enjoyed tonight's show. Go back and enjoy the California air. We appreciate you tuning in and watching. All right. So as soon as we're done here, you can go to our Facebook page, Thoughts Count Anywhere. You can go to our YouTube channel. The videos will be immediate uh, immediately available for your enjoyment once again. Um, Matt, share with everybody pretty much just about the rest of all the social media platforms so people can find us as well. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. They're all Thoughts Count Anywhere. You can find the... Really? Wait a minute. That's for Wait you, Matt. That's for your tasteless opinion. You can find all the audio. You can find our audio podcast on every audio streaming service there is. You just threw me off with I that don't know one. If... I don't know that I want to finish the show on any other note other than Betty White flipping us all off. <laughs> I know Betty White and number one. That's right. We're number one in your heart. <laughs> Gentlemen, I think we're going to end it right there on Betty White's prediction that we are number one. So, Onyx, thank you so much for joining us. It was great to have you on the air with us and joining us for the hour. Thank you all for having me. Talk us up down there. Make sure you share us with all your friends so they can tune in with us as well. Gentlemen, great show with us being partially half, well, 50% remote and 50% there. Great job, Aaron. We appreciate it. Closing thoughts, gentlemen, from you in the studio. Hope everyone has a great week and stay safe out there. Yep. Uh, don't go too stir crazy under quarantine and uh, just do your best to stay off the streets and stay healthy. From here at my home in Las Vegas, I just want to wish everybody echoing the same thoughts that you stay safe, you stay healthy, do what's right. The world will get back to normalcy very soon, and then we can all go back to enjoying our lives. But in the meantime, make sure you stay right here on Go Live Vegas Network because there are plenty of shows here that will help you get away from all the news that's out there that you just want to hide from. So for Matt, for Johnny. For Aaron, for Scott, who's out in uh, no man's land out there, and our friend Onyx, thank you for watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll see you next week right here, next Wednesday, 7 p.m., golive.vegas. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.